Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hi, friend. I am so excited to be spending a little bit of time with you today. I hope your day is going well or your evening, or maybe it's your middle of the night. Either way, I do appreciate the fact that you would allow me into this sacred space for just a few minutes. I'm Stephanie Stevens. This is the Stephanie Stevens Show podcast, and I wanted to chat with you for a few minutes today about the 90-10 rule. Now, many a fantastic coach has discussed and implemented and actually coached their clients to implement what's called the 90-10 rule. Well, what do you suppose they're talking about? We're not talking about diet or exercise. We're talking about listening and talking. There have been many old adages, many sayings over the years involving the wisdom in staying quiet or the wisdom in being slow to speak and slow to anger. So I wondered how well we are doing in this practice of being quick to listen and slow to speak. Let me just tell you from personal experience, I ain't doing so good. (laughs) So I cut a podcast a week or so ago about the lesson and, and asking ourselves that very important question, what's the lesson, right? Before we emotionally react or respond to anything, there's an opportunity waiting for you. And it looks like this. Before I respond, I take a breath, I hit pause on the situation, and I ask a very important question before I do anything else. The question is, what is the lesson? If so-and-so person is my teacher, what is the lesson? And then allow your brain to do that search and start to find the answers. You will be amazed at this practice because it will keep you solution-driven during times where you may just want to, boom, knee-jerk respond. I happen to be, historically, a knee-jerk responder. And so I'm really working on this practice along with you in now slowing that down, but also adding another element, and that is the art of listening. Now, one of the coaches that I worked with reminded me a while ago the night about the 90-10 rule and about the value in listening 90% of the time and speaking 10% of the time. There are other coaches that will say, call it an 80-20 rule. Listen 80% of the time, speak 20% of the time. In other words, the scales should tip highly in favor of the listening portion. And when we listen then we can get a better understanding of what's being communicated to us. And when we comprehend and understand what's communicated with us, then we can process and formulate a proper response. Well, it depends on your personality type. That works better for some than others. And those who are kind of quick and fast in their communication oftentimes will respond really quickly. Others also who maybe just are emotionally driven. And when you experience a situation that kind of triggers an emotion in you or in me, that it's very common to quickly jump in with what? Emotion. Emotion first. It's really quick to jump in with an emotional response. Forget the words. You can kind of feel the energy of the emotion behind it. That says volumes. Forget the words. Again, if you didn't have the words and you were totally silent, chances are 
your body language or your nonverbal communication would be expressing everything you would want to be saying just because of how you're pacing around or moving or the expression on your face or the noises that you're making or the, the kind of just the energy that is kind of coming off of you or me. I'll, I'll use me in this case. So if I'm emotionally triggered and wish to respond quickly, what's the first thing I can do? Not respond. That's in fact, probably the deepest wisdom. As soon as I feel an emotional response triggered, rather than allowing that need to jerk forward and engage that knee jerk response, wisest practice says, stop, listen, take a breath, formulate a response. Now, if you're engaged in communication with somebody who tends to bulldoze in their style of communication and not let you get a word in edgewise or isn't interested themselves in listening, then I heard something recently that I thought was brilliant. And here's a new spin on the 90-10 rule. That whole part about the quiet, using that 90% of the time as the listening and the 10% of the time as the talking, Well, here's the upgrade on that. The upgrade on that is not just to talk for the sake of talking or getting your point across. It's ask questions. Practice staying quiet more of the time. And when you do choose to verbally respond or even respond in writing, you're asking questions. See, when you ask questions of the other person, now you are almost forcing or requiring something different in the dynamic. Because they can't keep talking, 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 talking at you, have you ask questions and then have them not do a quick uh, switch in their mindset or their brain state to want to answer the question. Oftentimes, they're going to want to answer. So the practice for today is, and I'm joining you in it as usual, is when we are tempted to knee-jerk respond or react. Really, it's a reaction. It's not really a response. A a response feels a little more organized. Kind of, we've had the time to process the information and then formulate a response. If you're in the heat of the moment and you're really tempted to jump in and fire off that text message lightning speed because you're so quick-witted like that, right? You're funny, you're fast, you're quick-witted. You got to fire that rapid, quick response out so they know how smart and witty you are. What if the wiser path looked like waiting, and overriding that huge temptation to jump in and respond quickly. They already know you're funny and witty. And by the way, there are other ways of communicating that to them than having to get in there with a (laughs) one-liner or get in there with a rapid-fire response. You'll actually show up as much wiser, probably more mature, and also a better communicator if you follow up with a little bit of space And then a question. Clarity. Just for clarification's sake, can I ask dot-da-da-da-dot? Ask the question. Uh, And, or, hey, um, sounds like you've really given that a lot of thought. What's your solution? Especially when someone is coming at you with maybe complaints or some type of problem that they're maybe catastrophizing a little bit. It's always such a fantastic practice to divert their brain, do what's called a pattern disruptor or a pattern interrupter, and interrupt that neural pathway rapidly 
by diverting it and asking the brain to search now for something different, which would be the answer to the question you're going to insert. So if you can do this, you will help the person stay solution-driven and you will also keep yourself from being in that practice of responding, responding, reacting, reacting, responding without really having any productivity connected to it. The productivity is going to come when you listen and then respond with a question. Turn it back. Ask the person some clarifying questions. Ask the person what they think is the right solution. Ask the person if they think it would be wise to wait another day or so before taking action. I mean, there, you know, there are a million ways to slice this, but the point is whatever situation you're in, if you can listen more than talk, my friend, you already have an advantage. And if when you do talk, you're asking questions, now you're getting that much further. Now you can try to keep things solution-driven, you can get clarity if you need it, and you can oftentimes really diffuse an escalated process or an escalated situation by just asking some of those questions. And you know what? One of the questions can be, boy, it seems as though you're getting a little worked up here. Am I sensing that accurately? Here's another good one. Why are you yelling? Just asking that sometimes is kind of provocative. Nine times out of ten, they'll come back with a, I'm not. Oh, I'm sorry, it sounded like you were. You're not yelling? It's a beautiful exercise. I encourage you in it today, and let's just see how this goes. Thanks again for listening. Oh, by the way, reminders, if you would please share if you like the content. Also, would you do me a huge favor and please rate that podcast? That will help amazing and incredible people like you who are just looking to grow and expand further and further in your genres of communication. It'll help them find us. Thank you again, my friend. Can't wait to connect with you again on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.